going on, Geeks? You're listening to episode 321 of the Geeks Under Race podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with LJ Lowry. What up? And Shelly Nolan. Hello. This week, we're geeking out about remasters we don't really need, if we're being honest. <laughs> Marvel taking over the headlines. And Nintendo's newest, well, new, new production company. Newest, but insinuate they have multiple. Um, we don't really know what they're producing, but they're producing something. Uh, we'll talk about it a little bit later. First, let's talk about the video games that we've been playing. Go ahead, LJ. Yeah, so I haven't really been playing a ton of new stuff lately. I'm uh, playing a lot of Fortnite still, but the newest thing I do want to talk about is Valkyrie Elysium, uh, which Ooh. it's a new game that came out from Square Enix, and it's pretty fun. Um it's a sequel to the Valkyrie Profile games. Uh, there's a series of games that came out on PS1, PS2, and I think even one came out for the DS at one point. Um, but it's uh, Norse mythology themed stuff. Pretty cool. And so you play. Piques my interest. Uh, yeah. So this one is. I mean, they're all pretty action heavy. Um, the originals, you basically it would it would take place in, on like a 2D perspective. And each of the face buttons would be different attacks from these different spirits of warriors you'd have with you. Um, but this one is like a full-on... It feels like a full-on action RPG. Um, you're you're dodging and like doing combos. It's very like... It almost reminds me of like a Devil May Cry light kind of a thing. Nice. It's like I would really love to see Valkyrie... Like Valkyrie Elysium like combo videos at this point. Right. Um, you have all these different spells and abilities you can get. And you also still have these spirits that... Can, you can summon to fight alongside you. Like, there's this guy that's, like, a melee-based. Uh, he's one of the first guys you get. You get an archer, and you get all these different, um, like, spirits that'll help you along your journey. And, the, basically, the whole point is that uh, Ragnarok is coming, all that stuff. The usual Norse mythology storyline that nobody... That's the only Norse mythology, Norse mythology storyline anybody knows. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, probably uh, probably argue, arguably the biggest one, anyway. Um but so yeah, you're there to like cleanse the world and help lost souls uh, pass on, kind of as a Valkyrie is meant to. Um, I'm still not sure if Odin is actually like a good guy or not. I have a feeling something's fishy about Odin. Um, there are other Valkyries there too. Um, like it's just one of those things. Like I, I, it's it's a fun game though. I'm enjoying it. Um, I am going to write a review for the site. Most reviews say that the story is kind of eh, but like the gameplay is fun. And I really agree with that. Um, it's a fun game to play. Um, so that's kind of my thoughts on it. Nice. Cool. So yeah, that's Very all I got. Good. And what have you been playing, Shelly? Well, I finally beat Persona 4 Golden. It yeah, took nice. over 100 hours. I think I clocked in at like 102 <laughs> hours. So like literally just above 100 Oh my gosh, such a good game. I'm like kind of sad that it's done. Uh, I mean, I know I can always just go back to my playthrough of, um, second playthrough I should mention, um, of Royal. But I don't know. I think there are some things that Golden, now that I beat it, I think there's some things that Golden that I like more than Royal. It's kind of hard to compare. Like they're both really good games. Um, but if you were to ask me which one I like more, I don't know. I feel like I, I just grinding in Golden was way more satisfying to me than just going around Mementos, for example. Um, I mean, sometimes I guess it was a little annoying, but I, I think the themes were stronger. I don't know. I love all the characters in both games is a problem. But They're both if, really good. <laughs> if anything, I love them both, and I'm really excited for whenever Persona 3 is going to come out to... I, I still haven't decided if I want to get it on PC or PS5. Because, um, I mean, I have Royal on my PlayStation. I have I played Golden on my computer, so I'll just have to decide whenever it comes out. But it needs to come out first. It needs to happen. They announced it, but they didn't actually tell us when. So... Um, but what is exciting is I, I don't remember when in October, but there is some sort of like Atlas Persona live concert thing happening in October. Um, mm-hmm. I remember it got announced a while ago. I need to follow up on it. But a lot of news is um, 
provided and a lot of announcements are given during events like that so i'm really looking forward to that because if anything that'll just be like a hey here's actually when p3 is coming out or it could be like oh p6 is happening like i don't know but i do I plan on playing yeah. p3 um Next. I thought they've already said they're not going to announce a new game during that concert. I thought I read that somewhere. If they did, that's I, I fine. I, I missed that, if that's the case, mm-hmm. but I haven't been paying much attention. Either way, um, I'm excited for more Persona. Um, Persona 3, I've heard, is definitely the most depressing out of the three, so that'll be fun. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I'm just really glad I finally got that done. And then besides that, I actually started playing Minecraft again. My husband and I kind of have like this every six months to a year we feel like playing minecraft and i'm sure i'm we're not alone in that like i think that's a normal thing for a lot of people whether that be like minecraft or skyrim like there's just that one game where you're kind of like yeah kind of want to play it again so and for us it was you know there's a there's like a caves update that came out over the last summer so we're like oh you know might as well check that out and so we started a new world um and already just gotten to some you know cave diving and stuff and my gosh like we died so many times like i've never really had many problems with caves and and mining that's usually like what i like to do in these games um in minecraft usually like i'm sort of the gatherer the miner um and my husband like builds stuff that's kind of like our dynamic it works pretty well but we are running into just swaths of mobs like we ran to spawners we ran to like all i'm just like man this new cave update's kind of hard <laughs> it's kind of a lot um but we were able to find like diamond and iron and diamond like pretty quickly which was interesting but um so it's all very fun it's all good um but it is you know we'll see how long i play minecraft because it's one of those things where again like every year or so every six months to a year i'm like oh i kind of want to play this again and then i only play it for like a couple weeks at most so We'll see, but uh, I at least like the new update. It's just, it's a lot. There's also those glowing, glowing squids, which is new. Um, and you can make glowing, you, you collect glowing ink sacks and you can make like signs with glowing ink, which is like cool. I haven't done it yet, but I'm playing. <laughs> I'm just like, that's that kind of cool. Um, but yeah, I, I, I appreciate that. It's still something that keeps getting updated. Like, I mean, it is like one of the most popular games in the world. So it'd be sad if it didn't. <laughs> But it's such an old game. The fact that it's still getting updates is, like, really cool. Um, even if sometimes it's a little overwhelming, I feel like sometimes I'm like, why is this not, like, simple? Like, why do I have to do all this stuff? <laughs> but there's a lot of, like, you know, quality of life changes that are good. Like, crafting things is really easy now. So I can't really complain. But, um, yeah, that's what it's I'm crazy playing. that Minecraft is still being updated mm-hmm. so many years later. I know. It's, like, really cool. so cool. I- I'm I'm a big fan of it. I remember, I mean, 10 years ago, I think. <laughs> How old I saw, I saw this picture, I think it was on Twitter, where someone was like, if you recognize this page, you're old. And it's like the original Minecraft launcher page. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, I know this page. Obviously I do. Like, I'm not that old and I know that. Like, come on. <laughs> but so many of the player base is very young, so. Mm-hmm. 2009. Very interesting. Uh, it honestly yeah. was 2009 to me. And I started late. Like, I didn't start until a couple years later playing Minecraft. I did not start when it first came out. And even when it first got big, like, I, like, waited. But eventually I started. There are 13-year-olds that are probably playing that game. They're yeah. like... Crazy. <laughs> it's cool because, like, there's not many other games I can think of. And, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, you know, listeners. You could tweet me on, on Twitter or whatever. I just can't think of any other games at the top of my head that are, you know, at this point kind of old that are still mm-hmm. that's still so widespreadly played and i think again a lot of that has to do with all the support that's getting poured into it for, like from micro um microsoft the, like the all these only updates. one i can think of and they even had to bring part of it back was like w- world of warcraft yeah I that's a good example too. that's a good like, example and then they've already hit and now they have a separate classic version of that now too so it's like yeah yeah. It's so like, but even then, I know there's a lot of people that dropped off World of Warcraft, but there's still a lot of people that play it too. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just crazy. It's like imagine the opportunities if more developers and I know Minecraft, Minecraft, sorry, Microsoft. I keep getting them mixed up for some reason. Um, I know they're not the original devs, but like, I just imagine if more games had dev support or or mm-hmm. creator owner support, like 
Minecraft. Yeah, because Mojang is still a thing. Um, yeah. It's like, I just think about poor Nintendo games. Like, Nintendo really, really does not like supporting their own games. Like, every once in a while, a game will come out mm-hmm. with, like, a DLC, maybe. But then mm-hmm. after that, like, you're done. Like, Animal Crossing already is, like, you're not going to get any more content for Animal mm-hmm. Crossing. Even though it's meant to be a game that you play, you know somewhat similar to minecraft like you're supposed to be able to play it like every day or many days in a row yeah. mm-hmm. um constantly throughout it's not there's not just like a campaign right mm-hmm. um like technically you there is that sort of end goal with minecraft if that's the goal you want but you can also change your goal i don't know it, it makes me happy for minecraft but it also makes me sad for so many other um games that i think could really flourish if they had that dev support or that you know i even think like oh, splatoon yeah. it's like nintendo yes. would rather um, make make three make of a, them exactly instead of just supporting with, Splatoon two. with incremental improvements, <laughs> you know. Yep, yeah. it's like Splatoon two wasn't it's interesting because at first I'm like that's Splatoon. money, but yeah. you could have three DLCs and have built like gotten your money back as far as like a whole new game, mm-hmm. um, price wise. You know, fifteen dollars a DLC or whatever. So it's weird that they don't go for small DLC packages yeah. forever. Uh, Nintendo would rather you put out a whole new game instead. Um, I, I look at even stuff like Overwatch Two that's coming out this week. That's like right, they could have yeah. e- they like they could have easily just said, "Hey, oh, we're making Overwatch Two the next free to- the next game, you know that you're gonna have to buy." And then they actually did the thing I didn't expect, and they just went, "Hey, we're going free to play." And Overwatch yeah. One is gonna be this game you bought is actually just gonna be Overwatch Two now. It's weird because <laughs> I love seeing games evolve like that, but I think of like Apex and how it can. You can never play the original Apex ever again. Yep. Uh, that game has changed so much since it started out. Right. Um, I, I was going to mention sure Fortnite. Fortnite's in a similar... Yeah, yeah so See, it's... Fortnite's Fort- a, Yeah. Fortnite's an enigma, kind of, because you could still play Save the World, but they've even made small updates to that to where you can actually use your Battle Royale skins now. It still feels like it's a very old build, but, mm-hmm. like, with some new trinkets to it kind of a thing. Yeah. But again, like I love, like you know, like games can just evolve now, you know, like yeah, it's a weird ga- games are yeah, literally Pokemon cool. now. <laughs> they evolve. <laughs> Catch them all. <laughs> cool. I I do. Uh, I'm broke for it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I have been continuing to play Cyberpunk, uh, and I don't have a lot to oh, yeah. um, expand on. It's been a lot of fun. Um, I think that if you were wanting to get into it, I think it's clean enough now to play it. I did fall into one glitch, but it was something small and it's gone away. And that was just that the HUD was, um, when you're reading, uh, documents, you have this, like these HUD options, the control options on the side that tell you like how to scroll and stuff and how to like exit out basically. Mm-hmm. And that got stuck for some reason while I was playing. And so, um, it was weird cause they would stack. So it would be like, I get into a car and my car controls would be above the scroll oh, and, like, exit for the... Uh... Yeah, it was strange. Um, but it's such a small thing compared to, you know, definitely nothing game-breaking. And I think it yeah. makes itself finally. The only uh, bug I had was whenever I first started up the game and then it, like, sorted itself out and I haven't had anything since. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, I really like uh, Keanu Reeves' character, and I won't give anything away on that. It's just... Um, he has more to do than I thought he would, and he's much more interesting than I thought he would be. Oh, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, I really he... love his presence in that game. Yeah, I figured in the trailer that he would just kind of be there, and it was like, oh, cool, Keanu Reeves is in the game. It's much um, cooler than that. <laughs> it's much cooler. He has a much deeper role than I thought he would. Um, so I think that's really cool. I'm One glad thing you that went I... into that not knowing that, too. Like, I'm glad yeah. that, yeah. Um. Cool. Yeah, I was completely blind with this, and it was a lot of fun. Um, one thing I think is really interesting is that Cyberpunk is pushing to uh, the future is very um, full of depravity, I guess. Uh, like it's I got depressing. into one, str- yeah, I went to one street and it was like six 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 street, and I was like, really? Uh, and it was like completely on purpose. And then there's like curse words up on the billboards, and um, I found that interesting because of our pc like culture that we live in that doesn't seem like the future that you would you would actually get that's a good Uh, point yeah i was kind of on like both sides of that i was like i don't know if that is 
there's more and more things become offensive. There's a lot of offensive things on the billboards. A lot of them are like as jokes and stuff. Um, I thought that was just which is uh, which also interests me because I think I mentioned to you uh, that there was a very there was a quest where there's a conversation about faith in there, and I was very surprised how like mm-hmm. there's things in there that I think. If you're a believer and you've played the side quest, you could go, oh, that's kind of blasphemy. But the game itself is like, no, we're aware this is blasphemy and it's a problem kind of a thing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and you can kind of decide how your character handles that. And it's it's really neat. Like, I was like, oh, they actually treated religion and faith with, like, some kind of respect. Because, like, yeah. they built this world knowing that there's people out there that in this world that need hope because it's a messed up world. And I'm like, dang, that's like real life. <laughs> yeah, yeah i think it. that's one thing is like the depravity isn't seen as a good thing yes um, and i think that's kind of it's cool commentary and something that i didn't really expect so like mm-hmm. the first words like i said um and the the nudity and stuff that are all over the billboards and advertising constantly it's it's in your face and it's like in a way that's not it's supposed to be intrusive mm-hmm. and um it's supposed to look kind of like unhealthy it reminds me a lot of like black mirror um you literally mm-hmm. like you go into your apartment and there are ads that are on your coffee table, like revolving in a hologram situation. That's a good point. It, it's it's a very huge commentary on technology. Yeah. Um, so I think it's it's cool that, that like they looked at uh, morality and they decided that like this is a world that's not very moral. Um, but they looked at that that is a bad thing and not like a like a freeing thing, which seems to be what culture usually um, looks at. Perhaps sounds like a fun Christian living article in the making. <laughs> yeah maybe um, <laughs> it's uh it's cool uh that said I, cyberpunk is very rated r there's a lot in there um Ooh, yeah. you can literally pick up like hookers off the street uh there's drugs there's violence um it is a depraved world and so mm-hmm. if you um you know if any of that is um you know as a believer if you you should be conscious of that and make sure that you you know what you're playing for sure i wouldn't just jump into it thinking yes right it's going to be 100%. Like a good, good, warning. Good, clean good warning. You got to know. Christian game. Yeah. Um, I mean, you literally change your genitalia in your character creator. So I think that says a lot. <laughs> yeah. It says something for sure. Yeah. <laughs> know what you're getting into for sure. Well, we'll get into uh, the video game news then. Uh, what's going on, LJ? Kind of surprisingly big stuff that's like not and it's not really none of it's really announcement related um the first thing i do want to talk about is the thing i think people are still confused by and it's uh that there's been leaks and rumors from a couple sources that apparently there's a there's supposed to be a remaster for horizon zero dawn in the works for ps5 um Uh, okay (laughs) <laughs> yeah that, so those reactions are why or that's that's everybody's reaction right now <laughs> like I just okay feel like it's like it it makes me concerned and i don't know yes if, it's like the last of us has set a precedent that i'm worried about mm-hmm. like it's not really something i thought about previously i think for a lot of us and we even talked about the podcast too with like the last of us um part one remaster i know some people were really excited some people were like oh like it seems too soon uh, there's other games that are more worthy or more deserve, not necessarily more yes. worthy, but yep. like, at least need it more, right? Need it more. Mm-hmm. Um, which I agree with, right? But it's, I what I didn't think about was the president that sets is like, hey, yeah, you can't just like totally completely remaster any game and it'll sell, right? Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's their mindset. I wonder if they had a plan earlier. I just feel like it's this one, like Last of Us, actually. Last of Us more deserving. Than I, this, yeah, I can almost I can, mm-hmm. I can see the case for Last of Us a little more than yeah. Horizon I'm more okay with it now. This is literally a PS4 game, yeah, and not an early PS4 game necessarily. And there's a PS5 upgrade, I think, or some kind of update for Zero as well. And it already looks really pretty. Like it looks really good. Like, um, what do you want? <laughs> and so, so my thing is, um, the other part of this too was there's supposed to be some kind of multiplayer experience they're working on, which I would honestly enjoy that game more if it was multiplayer, because if I had at least one other person that could help me take down these big pain in the butt robo dinos, that'd be fun. I would love 
a co-op situation. Horizon experience. That'd be awesome. Um, that's a good idea. I think if they somehow make a co-op Horizon, I'd be more okay with co-op. That makes sense. Yes. Um, I, I'm sure that's yeah. probably what they're doing is like a reason to buy it. I'm just thinking. Uh, yeah. Shelly, you said I could just remake and like remaster a game and people will buy it. I don't mm-hmm. know anyone that's gonna want like Last of Us makes sense. Mm-hmm. The show's gonna be coming out. Yeah. People are gonna be wanting it. There's mm-hmm. at like least yeah, edition. there's a flow of logic there. I don't know. Some know people don't if, like it. How many people are gonna be like? I have to get the remaster of Horizon Zero Dawn. I can think of at least one person, but <laughs> I know some pretty big super fans of of Horizon. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I mean, it's great. And that's why people, that's how people were with Last of Us. They're like, oh, I don't care. I'm buying it. You know, like I'm playing it. Um, my pitch for Sony is take some of these IPs or like older games. Like I think a good example for this, if you're going to do a Last of Us Part 1 treatment, take the original God of War trilogy, yeah. especially the early games, and yeah. retell, that, retell that story because that be cool. there's, a lot of, there's a lot of people that came into God of War 4 for the first time and having not played the original God of War games. So you could do that. Mm-hmm. I think they that would be really that would be successful, I think. I would or, be so excited for a Jack 2 remaster. Or or yeah, so my example was PS2 I guess games. I guess Jack and Dexter 2, but my pitch for that was the Sly Cooper games. Um Oh yeah. Because um uh Sucker Punch, like Sucker Punch who who's doing Ghost of Tsushima, a lot of people never played a game from Sucker Punch and they could be like, "Oh, well, well, we're going to remake this thing, this trilogy, and so now you can experience it for the first time now because there's not... I mean, I guess you can do it on PlayStation, the PlayStation Extra stuff now. Um, so that's my pitch. Um, Part of me also wonders, um, the unfortunate thing about Horizon and the release dates is that both the first game, I think, released around the same time as Breath mm-hmm. of the Wild, and the second game, of course, was overshadowed by Elden Ring. So yes. Part of me almost wonders if they're trying to be like, finally get a release date for themselves or something. <laughs> yeah. Like, it be, be yep. a, you know, get hype for their own release date. They want their own thing that doesn't get overshadowed by something yeah. else. But also, part of me is like, well, what if Tears of the Kingdom still just comes out during whatever the time this is done? <laughs> no one's going to get this game. They're going to oh, get Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, man. Or imagine it's if they so had some funny. kind of like big like multiplayer update for like Forbidden West or something. Yeah. And then it's like... just gets overshadowed. Uh... It's always bad timing. It's like, but it's like, oh, it's to the point where if they do announce um, some sort of release for whatever this is going to be, um, I can just... I could just assume there's going to be some really big, huge game I want more uh, <laughs> that's going to be releasing around the same time. Yeah. It's really um, tragic for them. Yeah, while we're giving a shout-out to remakes and remasters and stuff like that, I want to give a, a kind of a... This is kind of a more of a selfish piece of news for me. I included in here later. Um, thanks to one of our Discord folks listening who kind of reminded me. But uh, Crystal Dynamics put out a survey or a like a feedback thing for the Legacy of Kane series. Which okay. is, like, I feel like me and ten other people are the only ones in, in the world that are, like, excited about this. Um, <laughs> but it's, like, a series that's, like, post-apocalyptic, like, vampire kind of a thing. A really popular, or, I mean, it was, like, back in the day when action-adventure games were not, like, they're not as prominent as they were today, and especially with technology. They're basically asking, like, okay, what do you look for out of a Legacy of Kane game? What do you, what makes you enjoy these games? And then the other thing is, like, okay, well, what do you like out of vampire-themed games, you know? Um, so, for me, like, there's questions like, well, Legacy of Kane was all about the Shakespearean story to me. You know, this vampire lord, you know, rises up into power across a couple games. Then you get to play as one of his apprentices who tr- evolves and tries to basically square up with him. And he basically, you know, gets rid of him. You know, like, it's very Shakespearean. And so, like, to me, like... One of the questions is also like, okay, do you want a sequel? Do you want a remake? Do you want a remaster? Like, what do you want? So I think it's cool yeah. that Crystal Crystal Dynamics, not being owned by Square Enix now, or anybody else, is saying like, okay, what do you want, fans? And so I think this is really cool um, that they're asking people what they want. And so yeah. I'm sure based on this survey, we'll find out uh, in the next couple of years. So I wanted to shout that out while we're talking about remakes and remasters and stuff. But this is one we really need, in my opinion. We don't... <laughs> Horizon, Zero, Horizon Zero Dawn is too soon. It just is too um, soon. The Legacy mm-hmm. of Kane games were very much PlayStation, like, old school, like, fan favorites. So, it's topical. Um, cool. The other thing that's 
I think just kind of random is today uh, we got news that um, I don't uh, if you want to Google something something about a video game or movie or whatever kind of piece of info you want these days you're either gonna get Wikipedia or you're gonna get uh, f- fandom mm-hmm. which is like a fandom wiki kind of a thing uh, which I always thought were kind of random always like oh where'd these people come from like this is they don't always look the greatest to me like they're still not as clean as but it's all like user generated stuff right um this company fandom bought red venture which red venture owns GameSpot, GameFAQs, giant bomb think tv guide and a bunch of other stuff that was formerly viacom like cbs and with that is also like metacritic and stuff like that um it's just kind of really weird that this company comes out of nowhere and is like, oh, we're buying all this. Uh, I don't know what this says, like, as far as the state of other sites like GameSpot and Giant Bob. I guess this isn't technically gaming news, yeah. but it's it's the gaming journalism gaming space. Related. Yep. Right. Yeah, because yeah. because people go to GameSpot for a lot of stuff. GameFAQs has been like this random archive uh, kind of thing that like of old walkthroughs. Like if you're if you're playing an old game or whatever, like you're probably gonna like if you need help with a game, you're probably gonna go to a GameFAQs uh, walkthrough that somebody made way back in the day. Um, so it's just one of those things. And then like Giant Bomb, they've gone through a lot of changes, different people in and out. Um, we discussed earlier Metacritic how is crazy to me. Oh yeah, Metacritic. Yeah, so that's a, that's a trippy one too. Um, which we at Geeks Under Grace we have applied for Metacritic before, also. So maybe it's something we'll give another shot to and see um, if that's doable. But very specific requirements um, to be a part of Metacritic. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of random. Like this co- this company comes out and is like, oh no, we're buying all this stuff. Um, and so, and a lot of it is sites we frequent. <laughs> so um, it's interesting. I, I don't know whether we're going to see any changes from this or not or or what. Um, we we're discussing in gaming chat today because Jeff Gersman, which who's the founder of Giant Bomb, recently left Giant Bomb like a f- few months ago. So I wonder if these were the talks that were happening, and he's like, "Nope, I'm out." That would be interesting. Um, I yeah. would not be very surprised. Yeah, yes, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, and in my mind, that I know the dude. He's been in the gaming industry for a long time, and at the end of the day, I'm like, oh, he's probably just tired. He's probably, oh, you know, he's probably just done. Which still but then also, the yeah. Yeah, but then also, you know, he's he's still out there, you know, doing stuff. So, I think this that this might have had something to do with it. Uh, a lot of I think that's what people are suspect, uh, suspecting. But yeah, no, this this random wiki site you find yourself visiting every once in a while and now owns these companies. Um, slowly so, saving their pennies. Yeah, it's just it's weird to me because it's like oh fandom like this okay, all right <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's kind of that most makes sense. Of... You think about, like you said, um, yeah. every time you Google something, I'm sure they have ads. Mm-hmm. And then they've just slowly, yeah. That's a lot of traffic. When you... mm-hmm. It is. Um, which probably takes away from. And that's the thing, too, is like, I know I've gone to this site before for specific re- research stuff. Like, okay, who's this character in this? Or, you know, what was this piece of game lore? What was the name of this? You know, so I can mention it in like a piece of writing or like a review I was doing. Or whatever, you know, like, so I'm sure they've gotten a lot of traffic, like you said. So that's kind of it for gaming news. Cool. We'll get into the movies then. I haven't seen the new movies. Um, I want to see Hocus Pocus 2 LJ, but I have not yet. Uh, What do you think so far? Tell us about it. It's not so far, but. (laughs) Um, Hocus Pocus 2 is fun. It's its own thing. Um. What I like about it is that it does its own thing compared to like, you know, there's movies that try so hard to basically recapture like the nostalgia and and the and like the classic moments of an, an original. Especially so they Disney. Disney's pretty notorious yes. for that. Yes. So they do kind of they do kind of it doesn't seem like they rip it off completely, but there's there is a scene where they kind of do recapture a moment, you know, but it doesn't feel like it feels organic. It doesn't feel like, hey, remember this? Um, yeah, more, maybe more like a callback or reference rather than a, like, yes, trying to it cheese. Feels like, and, yeah, okay. It feels like it just happens. Um, okay. 
And the a lot of the humor, which I, I mean, they did get into a little bit with the first one, is you know the sisters being alive after so many hundreds of years, and seeing that happen in our modern world is pretty funny. Um, there's other things that they do that I won't spoil that are just that are really fun, and that are kind of cheesy. But it's like, I think it was enjoyable. Like I didn't expect this to be like to recapture my childhood or anything or like whatever, like capture that nostalgia. Like I talked about, like this was a movie, like Hocus Pocus was a movie that I never expected a sequel from. I didn't think it ever needed one, but I'm like, okay, like I'm not mad at this. Like this can exist. And I don't think people need to be upset about it is my thing. Um, that's kind of it. And they do, I get, it's one of those things where it's like it's D- Disney, you know, so they're gonna they're gonna leave room for more. Um, I if that's <laughs> Focus, I, Focus I, I feel like that's not spoilerly for me to say, um, but it's just one of those things. It's like, all right, uh, we'll see where they go from there. But I enjoyed this, and I think people will enjoy it too. Especially, I mean, like, and I can't even say because you enjoyed the first one. I think a lot of people will just simply enjoy this. Um, cool. Yeah. It's kind of it. Cool. Awesome. And then, Shelly, what have you been watching? So, um, I will talk about it a little bit more in the TV portion, but I we mm-hmm. finished watching Teen Titans, and because we finished watching Teen Titans the show, gotta watch the movie. So we watched yeah. uh, Teen Titans Trouble in Tokyo. Definitely just feels like a long episode of Teen Titans, which is not yeah. bad. It's, you know... <laughs> It's just, you know, like, I think when I watched, we watched um, Turtles in Time, that was really like a finale and a celebration of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like having the 80s one and then the 2003 one, and then they like try to bring in other turtles kind of. Um, and that was really cool. It was definitely like a big event that seemed fit for a movie. Whereas, yeah, Trouble in Tokyo honestly just is like a long episode of Teen Titans. And even though it is a movie that came out after the show, it really isn't that much more finale-esque. Um, there's some closure on some things, but it's also just, again, just feels like a long episode, which again, isn't bad because I like Teen Titans, but um, I haven't seen it in a while, but it definitely was, uh, you know, just as good as I remember, which, you know, isn't like amazing or anything, but like, you know, enjoyable again, because I like Teen Titans. So um, I don't really know what more to say about it. I'm just glad it was on HBO Max, like the rest of the show. <laughs> Yeah, I think we'll, we'll never have to worry about Teen Titans going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's my hope. I'd be, I'd be mad otherwise. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't really have anything more to say about it. If you like Teen Titans, you'll like the movie. That's all I'll say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Well, we will... Do you need to watch the Teen Titans go to the Teen Titans versus... I'm not going Teen to. Go We're not watching any go. We're not watching any of it. I mean, not. it's technically a Teen Titans. Technically, they show up, but I, I'm not doing it. It's... I'm... No, I, I low-key kind of enjoyed Teen Titans Go to the Movies. Not I Go to the Movies, okay, I messed up. I meant the there Teen Titans versus Teen Titans Go. Versus yeah. Teen Titans, yeah. Um, um, it's probably for the best. It will let you down. Uh, like, their entire thing is that they're too serious. Are, which I don't think Teen Titans was serious. I mean, it mm, had no, serious moments. Really not. I mean, there's, they're serious when there's serious things happening, and then they're joking yeah. when there's not serious things happening, and... Sometimes they even have a little joke here and there when something serious is happening. So like, yeah. it's so weird in that movie because it's just like, oh, they're too. Uh, Whatever. Like, Teen Titans Go is too silly, is what like the Teen Titans basically do the entire time. It's yeah. Just, like, tell Teen Titans Go that they need to be better. Um, which is weird. Like, there's you don't really get their, um, their souls really aren't there. Which that, is too bad. That but that's that why really I like about them. I wonder what happened to. That Thundercats roar thing that was inspired by oh, Teen Titans Go. Oh, I forgot about that. I'm looking that up. The, now. <laughs> oh, the Teen. Yeah, I don't know. The Thundercats one. I think there was a really cool Teen uh, Thundercats show, and uh, the remake that only a lasted bit. a season. Or two. Yeah, and it was really good. I think it was only one season, and uh, I watched it a little too late. Oh, Thundercats uh, roar is apparently a thing. Still. It's on. No, I mean the Thundercats one, like the 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 Go inspired yeah, thing. yeah the little chibi things i didn't realize it even came out it's on hulu terrible the anime is better it's, it's i only probably watched it through all the whole anime but i'm sure oh, anything gee. animated like that is bad anyway but i was just like whatever happened to that 
Yeah. Um, except Adventure Time. Adventure Time is great. <laughs> uh, we can get into the movie news then, Shelley. Yeah, no problem. So, um, as mentioned at the top of the show, we are just talking about Marvel in the movie department. Um, but actually, you know, Marvel thinks that's kind of exciting, dare I say. You know, I feel like there's sometimes there's Marvel stuff that comes out, especially with this newest phase. I'm like, eh, not really excited about it. Oh, don't know about this one. But I, I'm fairly excited for most of what's been announced. Um, so first off, we have a movie for Armor Wars. So this was originally going to be a Disney Plus show, which is weird. I don't know if we've seen that before, <laughs> where it's like it was planned to be a show, but they're making it into a movie. Um, but this is going to feature Don Cheadle's War Machine, um, and it's off of a Marvel Comics story that I think featured mostly Iron Man, but of course it's MCU, Iron Man's not around <clears throat> anymore, so it's going to be about War Machine, and I think, um, just from what I could read, it's going to be mostly about, um, War Machine trying to make sure that Stark's tech doesn't get in the wrong hands or isn't used in evil ways and things like that, mm-hmm. um, which is, yeah, I mean, that's, that's an okay premise, that's a premise for sure, so... But I think it'll be cool. Um, Tom Shield's so fun. So I think it'll be really cool to see him take like a really leading role in MCU. Mm-hmm. Like this will be his first time really as a, like a lead um, in this. So well deserved. Uh, that's cool. At this point. Uh, all because Terrence Howard said, come on, Maine, to, uh, about his contract. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, um. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know who else is going to be in that movie there's not much known at all of course iron, iron heart has, has to be a part too. of it i can't remember his name hammer oh yeah hammer industries oh, yep so gotcha, yeah. hammer industries is rumored to be the opposing force in that makes sense. um yeah i kind of want to see what they do with the, this as a movie because i feel like that's not a bad idea because mm-hmm. i'm almost like hey like if you if they have an idea for a show they could almost just do like two or three part like movies or something yeah yeah i'm sure the budget i mean it's the budgets are almost about the same with these shows and these movies which is crazy yeah Yeah. um disney's crazy i feel like you can do more special effect wise um in a movie so you can make it bigger and more spectacular i I like this idea especially for armor wars that it's a movie like yeah you need that cgi to back back you up i feel like yes that you don't get in a tv show um, but yeah, cool. that'd be cool. Um, we also have a trailer for Wakanda Forever, or at least another trailer. I think they had a teaser before, but now we have like a trailer trailer that yeah. looks really cool. Uh, and... I'm expecting to be Namor to be like my new favorite MCU villain. <laughs> yeah, it was so funny. I watched it and I thought, oh my gosh, Aquaman. And I'm like, wait, that's DC. <laughs> yeah. I, saw, I saw like the underwater special effects. Uh, they were they are different than in like Aquaman, I think, or at least the trailers I saw for Aquaman. It's just like, man, like, Marvel's about to out DC, thought, DC right now. Yeah. I mean, they've out DC'd since DC started. Well, but... No, but like almost directly. At, almost yeah, directly at this point. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, Namor, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if uh, Namor, I mean, Namor might have, I don't know who was first, but... I'm just like, oh, this dude's gonna be awesome. Water people. Namor was first. Atlantis-like people with tridents. Oh, I know? love the like Aztec and like Mayan influences too. Like I, uh, I just I like everything. There's about a lot that character. looks really good. Yeah. And I don't even this know trailer. this character yet. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. I was excited to see Ironheart. Yes. Yeah. Uh, very briefly. I need to finish that comic. Um, and we're all pretty sure that uh, Black Panther is, is Shuri. It's like. fairly obvious at this point. I like, think even Lego. She seems shorter. It. She's got the same spots on the face. Yep. Yeah, I'm spoilers for those who didn't want to see any trailers, but that's why you will listen to this podcast is for us to talk about the trailers. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm surprised they showed her. I think they should have waited. We're gonna watch it anyway. They really should have waited, I think. Like I think we all knew. That was a cool thing for them to have done that first trailer. It was like, who's it gonna mm-hmm. be? Yeah. Um, but it looks really cool. It looks really um looks very passionate it looks like it's a movie made with a lot of passion which is rare mm-hmm. for Ma- marvel nowadays i'm getting chills because it's like yeah. every, we, we all know we're gonna like shed some kind of tear like watching that movie <laughs> yeah since the My trailer was already emotional. really freaking cool all the characters <laughs> i don't know it just looks like a return to form a little bit i don't know mm-hmm. it, it just reminds me of the original black panther which it should. It's a sequel, so that's really. I just cool. hope they continue to be respectful with it. So, like, yeah. there's a debate that I saw. We didn't put this in the news, but Harrison Ford is uh, rumored to be playing uh, Thunderbolt Ross. 
um, which would really? be a recasting. Uh, I would I love that. that. The original <laughs> actor who passed away. Well, the argument for that was like, why would you recast Thunderbolt Ross with somebody who just died if you can't uh, replace Chadwick Boseman because it's too yeah. soon? And it's kind of this like, I don't know. I I worry with seeing the trailer that it does kind of feel like they're um, banking off of his death. That's what you said last time. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I agree. I still have that feeling. It just feels a little icky to me. Um, but I also understand like the need to and the want to uh, um, make a movie that is you know in uh, honor of him. I, I think this so. works too because Shuri does take the mantle in the comics. Yeah. So to me, it's like okay, well, like go for it, you know. But yes, I get what you're saying. Yeah. But, like um, seeing a picture of him, I don't see Black Panther up on that. It's uh, Chadwick. Wall. <laughs> I'm like, it's Chadwick. <laughs> Yeah, which I mean, it should be that that was yeah. he was their, I don't know, he was their king for a while, prince then king mm-hmm. because his dad died. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's lots of mourning to go around just beside the fact that he was a black Black Panther. So, um, I don't know. It just like the trailer looks really cool and uh, it gives me positive feelings um, that it will be good rather than like, oh, I don't know about this, which is again just very typical for Marvel. Um, Mm-hmm. But the last Marvel movie I want to talk about is uh, Ryan Reynolds posted on his Twitter saying that uh, he wants to make another Deadpool and he like does this whole thing. You know, he's a comedian, right? So he's like, he kind of like goes in this little sketch where it's like, yeah, I really want to make it special because it'll be Deadpool's first appearance in the MCU, like officially. And like, we really want to make it good. But like, I couldn't come up with any ideas. And then you see Hugh Jackman <laughs> in the background. And he's just like, hey, do you want to play Wolverine again? Yeah, he's, he's like, hey, like, you. you want to play? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, sure. He's like, sure, <laughs> sure, sure, Ryan. I'm like, oh. So good. Yeah, and so the, that's the whole thing now. Is it's not just an announcement for Deadpool 3. The part and just 2 a, video was great, too. Yeah, and yes. just a confirmation that it is MCU, but also the confirmation that Hugh Jackman's returning as Wolverine, which is, like, crazy, because... This uh, is the we remake we needed. Was, yeah, we all thought he was there, done have, after Logan. It's Wolverine Origins all over again. They're still tro- I still feel like they're trolling somehow, but it is a real thing. Like, I mean, he just said, like... The three claw slash yeah. through the logo, which yeah, I'm like, it's got to be pretty, a big deal. It can't just be pretty... gimmicky and appearance. It's got to be John, the John Krasinski thing too. Throws me off. Also on Twitter, yeah, that um, seems like he was trying to go because I think Ryan Reynolds and John Krasinski are in another movie. Yes, and that's where I'm at. Like, well, what so I if... think he just kind of like was trying to be clever and get it on the hype and just kind of messed up. But. Well, yeah, so he's also, because they did something, I mean, it wasn't this big, but they did kind of something with Free Guy. They used Deadpool marketing to market Free Guy, so it's like... That's yeah. fair. Yeah. Um, that's I think why Wolverine, I'm, I'm assuming it'll have to do with the time-traveling stuff. Um, Wolverine's oh, time-traveled a little bit now, yeah. and then Deadpool's obviously been time-traveling, and I'm assuming that like he'll come back to his time and everything will just be Marvel. Uh, uh, I, I, I would still cool. love him to pull, to pull Logan off of the the thing i mean that scene was very emotional for me anyway you know but it would be mm-hmm. i mean they've already said like no logan's a separate thing that's in yeah. 2029 but i'm like oh yeah no it the time travel thing works though yeah yeah i'm gonna bet that he is in my in my mind it'll be a time traveling thing he'll work on getting back to his time and it'll be the mcus or whatever and Wolverine will like have to leave at the end of it to go back to his world kind of thing. I mean, yeah, yeah that I mean, not Wol- me. Wolverine has already done, you know, he's already been through time travel stuff with Days of Future Past. Yeah. So it that's yeah, that what makes the most sense to me because I think we're going to need another Wolverine. I think this will just be kind of a fun send off for him. It's going to be a multiverse of madness type of thing, like where yeah. it's not going to matter much. Yeah, but it's just gonna be cool to see again. Like, oh yeah, we've kind of already seen some X Men in in MCU, but just getting more of that is gonna be really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, it just sounds fun. I actually never saw the second Deadpool movie. I probably will need to it's before good. this one. It, um, yeah, but I was gonna say it's good, but it's been a while since I've seen it. Like it might not be as good. Not be. I thought it was great. They have a PG thirteen version. That's I right. PG thirteen version. Great. I wonder if exists. my four K Blu Ray has that version. Like that'd be cool if it did. 
I think it came out for Christmas one year. Oh, it probably did come out way later. Yeah. Oh, I think you're right. Because I think he did a whole thing where he was dressed up as Santa or something. Talked about how great Nickelback is. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, that's our movie news. All Marvel, but yeah. Yeah, Marvel's (laughs) making moves. Like always, I feel like. Uh, (laughs) We'll get into TV then. I am so mad at myself. Uh, I Walking Dead is back, and I did not watch the episode last night, so I need to do that so I can talk about it next week. I, I, I think you're fine. <laughs> He's like, no one else cares. <laughs> <laughs> it is the yeah. final part of the final season. It's actually oh, ending. Oh, okay, that. Okay. Because I was like, after that, you can be done. Yeah. I, <laughs> well, maybe. We'll see. You don't need no um, spinoffs. I we'll think I'll pick up part. one spinoff. <laughs> maybe um i was really excited about daryl but now daryl's in france and uh don't really care about daryl in france um i mean stick him in louisiana he's halfway there that would be cool (laughs) that's funny (laughs) i can say that yo i live in louisiana yeah (laughs) i I don't know um so i'll talk about walking dead next week and like it's the final final thing so Kind of a big deal. Um, even though they're going to have a bunch of spinoffs that mean that my characters can't die because they're going to have shows. Hate that. Hate that completely. <laughs> Not that I want them to die, but just knowing that they can't. Stakes are a lot lower. Plot armor. Uh, yeah. I did watch She-Hulk. She-Hulk continues to be good and maddening at the same time. Um, I... I'm just going to say it at this point. It's been, yeah. the show's been out for a little bit. Uh, I've been kind of tiptoeing around the the big reveal uh, that's in the trailer. And the big reveal in the trailer hasn't happened yet. And I'm really mad that they showed it in the first place. Because it would have been cool for it to have just happened organically. And not me waiting yeah, an entire they, season. They shouldn't, they shouldn't have shown it. For something to happen. And then it... Like I would have enjoyed the show a lot more. We we Nothing got a bad. tease. I am, we we I, we did get a tease, and yeah. if that's all we knew, I would have stood up from my couch and like. Yeah, you were like that's like that's, yeah. yeah yeah yeah. I uh I don't know. I'm just frustrated with that. Because I think like, we only got one or two more episodes be. left, right? Two episodes, yeah. Two? Is it nine? I thought it was only eight. I think it's two more. Oh okay. Um, watch them not do it again this week but it's just kind of at this point like the last two episodes I would have enjoyed a lot more if I wasn't waiting on something else Um, but that said they've been they've been fun it's been good I'm I'm still loving how there's people that are so frustrated with this show and I it's kind of feels weird to say that like I don't mind the tone and I know a lot of people are mad about the tone comedy and stuff that's like what they advertised in the trailers and mm-hmm. so i was ready for that this very sitcom-y yeah funny yeah. If, if people uh, know her character sure. too yep and this episode was just an episode of a show like it was just like all right cool like I, i'm okay with this mm-hmm. a lot of fun a lot more uh superhero-y i guess than the rest of it has been kind of yeah cool um still ridiculous and completely ridiculous all of that stuff is super obscure comic book references too mm-hmm. yeah um but that's that's where i'll end on she hulk i'm excited for it uh the next two episodes but the big reveal that was in the trailer if you're you're hoping for that to happen uh i would say i think you're better off knowing that that's not going to happen for a while instead of just gearing up for an entire season waiting for a team up that that is just non-existent thus far that's really yeah. there uh, lj what else have you been watching nothing oh. really i mean i think edge runners was still the thing i watched but i don't think i've watched enough to really say more at this point cool Michelle? Mm-hmm. so i finished as i already mentioned um finished teen titans again with my husband good show i'm just sad there's no season six i'm sad that's where it ends but how it's just how it happened you know it's a good show though we need more i was really hoping that was the big thing with teen titans versus teen titans go right it was like i was like maybe they'll six or just one more season that's all we need yeah 
would be awesome. Terrible. Yeah. Unfortunate. So anyway, when we finish that, yeah, good show. Still enjoy it. Um, I will say though, uh, if you're gonna watch it on HBO Max, like I did, just be aware. I I think it's an HBO Max issue, not a my TV issue. I kind of hope it's not a my TV issue, but every once in a while, when like Starfire is firing Starbolts or there's some other big flashy thing happening on screen, for some reason, my screen, the screen would just um, like for example, Starbolts, it would just turn entirely green for oh, like weird. a second. And it would, like, be definitely... I mean, and I know 100% that's not originally how the show was supposed to be because I've seen the original show. Um, I don't know why it does that. Um, I think it does the same in uh, Trouble in Tokyo as well, if I remember correctly. So just something to be aware of if you're maybe prone to seizures. Just be maybe a little bit careful about watching on HBO Max. I don't know why it does that. And, I again, I think it's an HBO Max problem and not my TV problem. But yeah. I could be wrong. I just... It was always really annoying like, we could still tell what was happening, but it's just, like, a big flash of, like, a color, and you're just like, uh. I wonder if it was, like, a translation kind of issue, like, maybe, like, porting it to a streaming I, service, because yeah. I don't think they've made any, like, HD, I mean, I don't know if it's still in standard or not, like, but I don't think they've done any, like, official HD remasters, like, for the picture of any of that, so. You might be right. That's, all, that's the only thing I could think of, it's probably just a, the way it was ported. Yeah, it's like I recommend watching it, but that's something to be keep in mind, especially if you are like seizure prone, for example. Like if that's going to affect you, maybe be careful or just avoid it. Yeah. Honestly, because it's it's, it's really like annoying. when I when I watch Static Shock, like you could still see its age kind of in mm-hmm. the way it moved and looked, like in the quality. Yeah, uh, and then besides that, I mean, I did watch the next Rings of Power episode. I'm just kind of still watching that. I know a lot of people who stopped. I still like it. I don't know. I, I, I... stopped because I'm waiting. <laughs> I think I said that right. last week. Right, yes. I'm waiting yes. to binge it. Yes, which was totally fine. But I just feel like a lot of my people I know, um, or just people online are like, yeah, it's too boring. It's too slow. It's like, whatever. And I'm like, I don't know. I still like it, but I think I just like Lord of the Rings things. Like, I don't acknowledge that the Hobbit trilogy movies is good. I actually think they're pretty bad, but I still enjoy watching them because it's Lord of the Rings. And I can, I, I personally can really separate this from Lord of the Rings. And maybe that's why a lot of people are having trouble is that it's like, no, Lord of the Rings is like this really amazing thing, which like, I agree, but like, you got to have that separation or else you're going to like lose your mind. So, Mm -hmm. uh, so still watching that. Um, but besides that, uh, I'm still really behind on all these shows. Uh, I just keep being on these kids show kicks. (laughs) <laughs> so we started and i don't know if we're gonna keep watching but we at least started rise of the teenage mutant ninja turtles <laughs> kind of go back and that's the 2018 Ooh. nickelodeon show and i've it's heard on that netflix i've heard that new netflix movie is actually really good the animated one i didn't know if there's a movie oh. but this is a show yeah. No, yeah they had they just put out a brand new movie that went straight to netflix oh heck yeah like an animated movie yeah yeah so um it's really cool like i love the animation style it's so stylistic um and again it's like 2d animation from 2018 that's pretty rare a lot of shows are just going to this weird murky 3d um lazy 3d right there's some really cool creative 3d um animation but this is like really really cool 2d animation which i like a lot they really like the characters are quite different um Splinter, for example, is quite different. Uh, April's pretty different. Um, but again, that's just what Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles does. Is like every iteration of them is going to be a little bit different. Um, but I think that's what's really cool. Is it keeps it fresh and interesting. Um, like mm-hmm. They even get like new um, weapons. And I think what's cool about this version, again, I've only seen like the first like two episodes at this point. Um, they really, really feel like teenagers. It's like when I watched the first couple episodes of the 80s version... They kind of acted like teenagers. They're kind of funny. Um, but everything in the show was funny. Everything was like, everyone was kind of like making jokes and it wasn't really that serious. And oh, yeah. Like the 2003 version where it's like, you could see like, eh, maybe they're teenagers, but like they're way more serious and, you know, still joking every once in a while. But like, it kind of was the same level as like, you know, I was going to say the same level as Teen Titans, but obviously they were teens too. So what do I know? Um, but Rise of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, it's like, I feel like maybe it's just because it is more modern. It's from 2018. I just feel like it's stuff like the stuff they say is something modern teens would say. So maybe that's it. Is that it's like, they've all been teens from their separate eras and they act like teens from the separate eras. But like, just because this is the most recent, it's the most like, 
you know, recognizable to me where I'm just like, oh, yes, these are teenagers. Oh, yeah. This is like a little bit more modern humor. This is a little more modern um, stuff. So I don't know. I think it's I think it's cool. I don't know if I'll watch more per se. I think my husband might, might watch more at the very least uh, without me. But um, if you are a fan of Team MT, watch it. It's just on Netflix and it's really cool. So cool. Yeah. Nice. I need to watch more Rings of Power. Same. Rings of Power. Yeah, I heard the last episode was amazing. I missed it, so. I liked it. I, I liked the it. last episode. That's what makes me confused, is a lot of people are, like, leaving after this last episode, and I'm like, why? This one definitely had the <laughs> most... This one was the best episode by far. Yeah. So... I keep hearing that. It's just, I, I don't get it. <laughs> Nah, yeah, I was getting really far ahead in TV um, ahead of my wife, and so I've been waiting, and she's catching up right now. She's watching cool. Cobra Kai. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she's been gone a few weeks, so. Yep. <laughs> You've watched right. Rings of Power, she cares about more than I do so far, so I figured I'll just wait until she's caught up, and then we can like watch them together again. Uh, we'll get into the news then. There's only a couple things here. Uh, first of all, Disney is buying Bleach, Thousand Year Blood War, which is... Um, the last arc in the manga, right, LJ, you said? Yeah, so it, it's the final arc in the manga, and they're adapting it into an, into an anim, the anime. Anime. Crunchyroll um, was trying to get it. Uh, Disney bought it from under them. Yep. So uh, I think it's because Hulu is a platform where a lot of people watch Bleach. At least that's where I did, too. And I know that's where other people have. So I think it's a good spot for it. Um, I saw memes even months ago where it would be like, I'm Ichigo, Ichigo, and you're watching Disney Channel and all this stuff. Like, you know, they had memes about that. Um, but yeah, I'm tempted to, I know it's a lot of episodes, but like, I think this is. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm tempted to like catch up. Like, I want to watch. But you know to go and watch really long shows. I mean, I've never, I didn't get that far in One Piece, but it's like, I want to, like, you know, know something, <laughs> yeah. you know, because like. I don't know. Like it's just it's neat that they're adapting this final arc, and I think it's yeah. cool. Like it's awesome that uh, they're doing it. Um, well, you'll be able to stream it on October 11th on Hulu. Like I said, if you're in the United States, everywhere else it's on Disney Plus, and I want the cool Disney Plus that does anime. Too. So why don't we have that <laughs> Disney Plus in the United States? I remember uh, uh, one of our fans, uh, SOG. He sent me a screenshot one time because i was like dude how does disney plus look like because he was in he lives in the uk and i was like how does it look like it's weird like that prey is on there and he's like oh no yeah he's like check this out it's on my home screen and they have um i think it's like star or something which is like has more of the adult or hulu i think it's probably most of the hulu stuff but Mm -hmm. uh but it's like this whole other section i'm like man like if i just had all my Hulu stuff on my Disney Plus like app that'd yeah. be cool too. It's uh, a weird thing. I'm sure it has to do with like licensings and things. Oh yeah, um, it definitely does. Like I don't think they can just put all of Hulu on Disney and so then it's like, what do you? I don't even choose? know if Hulu is a thing overseas or not. Like you know, I, yeah, I just, probably. Not. I just don't know. Because uh, Disney doesn't completely own Hulu, if I'm correct. I think they just partially they... own it yeah I think majority, for sure partially for hulu i think it's probably like an abc related thing um but fx is very big on hulu as well so like they have those attachments there with with hulu yeah. interesting yep um the other big piece of news is uh nintendo debuting they've kind of talked about it before but now it's official uh mm-hmm. nintendo pictures and uh that's basically all we know about it it is uh dynamo pictures uh nintendo acquired them a few months ago and dynamo pictures has done cutscenes for nintendo um for like metroid um and pikmin yeah so it's it's weird because it's like their production studio is an animation studio specifically um and not one for tv or movies so uh we didn't really know where to put this one i guess i guess it would have been in maybe games too um because we don't know what it is yet. It might just be Nintendo Studio Pictures makes cutscenes for video games for a while. My um, best comparison is Blur. I think it's called Blur Studios. They did cutscenes for um, Halo, the Halo Wars games, and then they also read. They also made brand new cutscenes when Halo Two had an anniversary edition on the Master Chief Collection. So like I, to me, it reminds me of that. Like it's it's an animation studio that's probably going to be doing other things, and 
uh, I think you, what you said earlier was right on the money is like if we had like a short little epi- short episodes of like some Nintendo property but like as shows like if they were just long cut scenes or something like that'd yeah be cool too. I'm so down for long cut scenes mm-hmm. uh, I I'm excited so it's got 115 employees already and um, that's pretty substantial I feel like for a new studio um i don't i don't really know what studios usually look like but i think of like a new studio having like 20 people um 115 staff members means that they're probably pushing a lot of money into this Uh, i'm excited to see what they make we just don't really know yet um give it a few months and we'll probably get some nintendo uh film and television okay showcases I was gonna say um, yeah. the website. The website is all in Japanese. Okay, yeah. I tried. Okay. So, anyways, okay. isn't the Mario trailer supposed to come out like this week? Yeah. It's supposed to be soon, I think. I think uh, it said like the six or something. Figures. I wonder if they'll slap that logo on their Nintendo I'm pictures. Scared. Um. Yeah. See, it's it's. I see. I think of like looking more at Blur Studios. Uh, I feel like this is gonna be the best comparison because the movies they've done, they've helped with movies. They did South Park, um, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, Avengers Age of Ultron, Love, Death, and Robots. They helped with Sonic. Uh, they're helping. They helped with the Sonic um, movies, and they've done a bunch of games. Um, so, oh, they did. Looks like they had a hand in Sonic 06. I wonder if they did the cutscenes for Sonic 06. Um, That'd be cool. So it's just one of those things. I wonder if like Nintendo could be this, but for Nintendo, um, you know, Blur, I think the best comparison is Blur Studios, um, mm-hmm. at least for me. Ooh. Well, we'll have to see. Uh, that was all the TV news that we had, though. LJ, uh, Shelley, you guys geeking out about anything else this week? Um, I definitely am, uh, but if Shelley wants to go first, no, I'm uh, not. I'm she had nothing. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I went to um, our local Comic-Con, Louisiana Comic-Con, and it was super cool. Um, I got to meet a few awesome people. I have pictures on my Twitter. Yeah, so um, cool. I got to meet Giancarlo Esposito, a.k.a. Gus, a.k.a. Moff Gideon. Um, so cool. A.k.a. Uh, Gilbert Hawthorne. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um uh, he was cool. Giancarlo was, was awesome. He was talking with people. Like, there was a family that came up, and, like, he was showing pictures of his family to them and all that. Like, you know, like, um, somebody mentioned the MCU thing, and he goes, yes, it's happening. He's, like, uh, he's basically, like, he's basically, like, that wasn't him saying, like, confirming anything. Yeah. But he's, like, yes. I'm. He's, like, I'm going to do my best to make it happen. He's, like, because awesome. every, everybody wants it to happen. That's and then uh, I saw some people like super geeking out about that when he said that i'm like calm down guys like it's not a confirmation um <laughs> uh, but no he's just a really cool awesome dude he's just as cool in real life as you expect he'd be um cool. and then the other um i got to meet a wolverine not hugh, <laughs> not hugh jackman but uh, i met uh cal dodd who is the voice of wolverine in the cartoon yeah, like the 90s and, cartoon. Yeah, in the original 90s cartoon, and he's also coming back for X-Men 97. Um, nice. I won a Funko Pop from my friends at the Infinity Bros uh, The Infinity Bros on Twitter a couple, probably months months ago at this point, maybe like a year ago or so. And I was like, I'm going to get this signed. And like at, at cons, you have to pay, you know, like you, you have, you know, you got to pay some money to do pictures and autographs and stuff like that, which... It sounds weird because people are like, oh, you're paying to take a picture of somebody. But I'm like, no, I'm supporting this actor, this celebrity, whatever. Because, yeah. mm-hmm. like, John Carlo necessarily doesn't need the money as much as, like, Cal Dodd probably does. You know, like, so. Yeah, mean, yeah. So I'm like, you know what? Like, this is good. Uh, he's like, this is, you know, I had him sign the Funko Pop, took a picture with him and stuff. But the dude was awesome. He's just, like, he was just really neat. Um, I told him, I said, I'm pumped for X Men 97. And. I don't know if this is official official info anywhere or like any reported on news, um, but he did say they have ten. He has ten episodes done. Uh, they have they have ten episodes done of recording for X Men ninety seven, and they plan to do ten more. So I'm like, nice. ooh, I'm like, is that a scoop or what? You know, like, so I was like, that's <laughs> that's exciting to me. Like that there's it sounds like if the first season does well, then there's probably going to be another season. Um, that's awesome. Or even then, I don't know if Marvel. I don't think Marvel's ever counted to ten yet with their shows. Um, with <laughs> so, 
Um, you know, that may mean like a couple of seasons. I have no idea. Um, but it's, it's exciting to me. Um, but yeah, I mean, that dude does so much other, he played, he played Slappy in like the old Goosebumps, uh, show and he's done a few other things, but to me, like it was cool seeing Giancarlo, but it was also cool supporting this voice actor that like was a part of my childhood. Like, so he even like wrote a quote on the Funko Pop and it said, I go where I want to go, which is what he says in the show. And he even did the voice for us too, like me and my cousin. Like, I was like, yeah, dude. Like, it was just this cool moment. <laughs> I was like, yeah. But Very cool. So it's a, it's, it was a fun time. Got these little Japanese like snack bags that were like mystery bags and had these all like little like snacks in them and stuff. Um, um, yeah. So it was, it was fun. Um, I definitely next year they've already announced that Doug Jones is going to be there for in March. So the next okay. Comic Con, our next con is happening in March and I'm definitely going to go meet Doug Jones. That dude's awesome. Um So yeah, that's what I did on Sunday. It was a fun weekend that I wanted to share with everybody. Awesome. And that's it. We will end the podcast there then. Uh Shelly, where can they find you? At? You can find me on Twitter at the shellshock24. And LJ you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at LJ the Paladin. You can find me on Instagram at Cody Armor. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Bye bye. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening.